Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2023. We have made it to the other side. (laughs) Congratulations to you and congratulations to all of us. Um, Yeah, I just really was um, thinking a lot about this new year coming up and what we are Um, what it means to transition from one year into the next year and how we can truly um, maximize and um, get the most daily out of our our life and out of the year and it's it's super cool because um, when you think about uh, the coming of a new season or the turning of a leaf or you know, new beginnings and things like that. Sometimes we can overwhelm ourselves with, um, you know, our lists. (laughs) We make lists about, you know, what we want to do and what we want to see and how we want to perform, how we want to show up and we can get, it can become overwhelming. And then something that often has happened with me when I've done that is like I get to maybe around April, May, And I start noticing I've done some of the things that I was intending to do or setting out to do, but a lot of the things are still, they're not, they're not happening just yet. And then one that, what that has done, I don't know about you guys, but for me, it has sent me a little bit like, it makes me sad. It makes me feel disappointed in myself. And so, um, as I've been thinking about it for the last few weeks, I've been in, uh, a deep place of contemplation and just um, submission and prayer and um, trying to really submit myself to, you know, God's will, God's timing and his intentions for my life, his plan. And what I found is um, that I think it's going to be a better option to... um, I always set intentions for the year, right? So it's going to be a better option to set a few healthy intentions and maybe even take the year in quarters, just like, you know, you would fiscally or anything like that. You would take, um, you take your year in quarters or even cut it in half and say for the first six, six months, these are my intentions. Or for the first three months, these are my intentions. Sometimes when we go too big, we can overwhelm ourselves. And then we look back and we and we become, you know, just like, wow, you know, that was a lot. Um, but truly, you know, nothing has really changed except the year. We're still the same. We are still, um, some of us are still walking through certain, um, trials that you were dealing with before. Um, those who are afflicted with illness are still trying to get well and seek answers. So, um, I don't want to get too caught up in the hype of it's a new year and not be respectful of, yeah, we're, it's a new year, but I'm still, you know, who I was, but or I'm still walking through the things that I was going through. But I do want us to be focused on having new intentions and saying, you know what, from this day forward, I intend to. 
I intend to see, I intend to be, I intend to walk, I intend to say, I intend to feel. And making those intentions our priority and making those things something we can celebrate and honor. And in doing so and cutting our years down for those who get overwhelmed by a lot of things at once, making those a three-month situation, a 21-day situation, um, even a six-month situation, and then adding on, once you've got those down, then we're going to add to it. We're going to augment. So I just, I wanted to um, focus on that because you know what? Intentions are, 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 are very um, powerful when we can allow ourselves to um, make sure that they are something that we can achieve. What I mean is um, my intentions, one of my intentions, as I've stated, was that I'm going to seek God um, daily. And, and no matter how the day goes, what I'm feeling inside, how I'm feeling about what I did that day, I, you know, every morning I start my day with, with gratitude. The first thing I think I say in the morning is, thank you, God, for keeping me through the night. Thank you for allowing me to wake up. Thank you for waking my family up this morning. Thank you for our health, but thank you for giving us another day, giving me another day to, to see you. And that just kind of sets my day. Right. And from there, I head into a time of prayer and just quiet time with him, thanking Jesus for all he's done for me and the Holy Spirit, welcoming him into my day and awakening him within me, awakening the spirit of God within me. But one of my intentions this year is that as I seek God at the end of my day, no matter what happened, no matter how I felt, what I went through, what didn't go right, what didn't get paid, <laughs> what didn't happen for me or what did. I want to end my day saying, where did, where did I see God today? What was he in today that I saw him? And as it's happening in real time, I want to acknowledge it. I want to be aware. I want to have the awareness daily that I can see, see, he's still with me. He's still a part of, I'm a part of his, his plan because he's here with me every day. And it can remind me that his plans are greater. His ways are greater than mine. And just because I might be feeling low or maybe I'm feeling very excited, you know, or just because things didn't go the way I thought they were going to, there's still some goodness and he was still faithful in this day. And that will, I'm hoping, encourage me and um, empower me to continue on in the next moment and the next day. And I really want to be intentional about doing this every day, no matter what. The no matter what for me is very, very big here because um, things can get hard in this life and we can look around and I think it's human nature. We'll focus on some of the bad that went on that day. You know, there's that old saying, one thing wrong can wipe out a whole bunch of good things. And I, I said, I paraphrased it because the way it was told to me, there was a little profanity in there. But um, y'all catch my drift. <laughs> but it's true. Like, we can have all these beautiful things, and then one thing goes wrong, and we focus on it. 
I don't want to focus on the one thing wrong anymore. I want to stay focused on God's goodness. I want to stay focused on the fact that I'm still breathing and that I get to experience whatever it is. Because that's not everybody's, everybody's not in that, that way that day. So I want to be intentional about that. But all of the things that I set forth in my intentions, I really want to um, be focused on them. And this year I am giving myself three intentions for this first part of this year. And I'm going to work on those intentions. And that way I won't be overwhelmed because I'm a great multitasker. I can do, I work well under pressure and I can work well with, um, you know, I'm a problem solver. So when problems come up, I'm already working on it before the person is finished telling me the problem. I'm already seeking the answer. I'm already praying about it. I'm already on it, you know, and it's a blessing and a curse because there's areas in my life where that serves me well. There's moments and seasons in my life where that serves me well. But you know what? When I really want to continue to live a prosperous and a blessed life, I need to break that down a little bit and remember that um, focusing on one or two, three things maybe at a time is going to be a much healthier way to process with everything else that life throws at me. So I just want to encourage you and inspire you in that. And, um, you know, let's, let's be intentional. Let's be intentional about maybe your intention is spending time with one particular person that you haven't, that you love so much and you care about, but you haven't spent time with them. Maybe you want to be intentional about giving them, you know, making phone calls to them or sending them texts. Um, or maybe, um, I remember last, a couple of years ago, one of my intentions was to reach out to people I cared about at least once a week. Maybe I hadn't talked to them in a long time, but that was an intention that I set for myself and it went well. And now I'm back in that habit of reaching out to people that I care about and um, just letting them know I'm thinking about them, praying for them and stuff like that. Um, Maybe your intention is that you want to get out and get some fresh air every day. You know, a lot of times when we are in dark places or low places, a change of our atmosphere really does wonders for us. So um, if you can get, if you have a hard time getting out of bed or, um, you know, daily because you are in a place of depression, I'm praying for you and I pray that you are delivered from that place of depression and that you can get out and see the colors of life again and the wonders of life and the glory of God again. But maybe just change your atmosphere. Maybe you need to just get set the intention for five minutes, I'm going to go outside if you're in an area where you can. Now, if you're snowed in, you may have to open a window and look outside, but don't freeze. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, Maybe you are just, um, you know, you need to change your atmosphere a little bit more often. And that can change how you feel and that you can see things a little bit clearer. Maybe you want to set the intention of praying. Maybe you're not a person that's in a prayer life or you're not in, um, you're not focused on um, making time to pray. And you know, the Bible says our prayers don't have to be long and um, 
full of many words, but they, they, they're going to come from our heart. We start with, with honoring God for who he is, and then we thank him for what he's done. We can ask for forgiveness if there's something that we need to, need to get be forgiven from. or some, A lot of times I just say, forgive me, God, for not being accessible to you. You're always accessible to me, but I, I've been letting my life that you've given me, that I'm so thankful for, I've been letting my life that you've given me distract me from the gift giver, which is you. And forgive me for that, God, because I want to spend time with you. If I don't spend time with you, if I'm not re- in relationship with you, what does my life mean? I'm here because you had a plan for me. And so... Um, our prayers, they don't have to be long. Some days it's Jesus help me. <laughs> I've had a lot of those days lately, actually. That's all I can say. God help me. So maybe you want to um, be intentional about praying and, and your prayer can be, your prayer time can be, you know, 30 seconds. It, there's no time limit. It's your relationship, guys. I really, really hope that I get to that I'm allowed to drive that home with someone. Our relationship with God is ours. It doesn't have to look like what anybody says because just being in relationship, just just seeking him, just wanting to know him, just wanting to read about him and what he's done and who he said his son was and what he did and his purpose, his intention getting to know, that's how we get into that relationship. Just talking to him. God help me. Okay, that's it. That's the most powerful sentence and prayer we can say is God help me. God lead me. God show me. God teach me. Those those single sentences on their own are very powerful. But our relationship with him is an independent special relationship. Yours doesn't have to look like mine and mine doesn't have to look like yours. And you may attend a church or go to gatherings where people of faith gather. And your walk is your walk still. It is good to gather together. But you know what? You only need two or three. It says where two or three are gathered. I am there amongst you. So, and I'm paraphrasing that, so don't start writing me comments. I've never claimed to be a a theologian or a pastor, so work with me, y'all. But anyway, the point is that it's two or three. If you have two or three friends walking in faith, get together. Maybe that's your intention to meet with two or three of your friends. And maybe you might feel like, oh, well, you know, they're always praying and I I know that they're really full of faith and I'm not so much. That's okay. Release yourself from the lie of inadequacy. Release yourself from the lie of I've got to be a certain kind of way before I set before God, before I call on Jesus' name. No. The name of Jesus is powerful right now, wherever you are. Wherever you are. It is your relationship, and it is your responsibility to show up on your part of the relationship, because I'm telling you, God's doing his part. He's protecting you from things you don't even know about. He's protected you from situations, and you may think you're in a situation now. I'm telling you, beloved, 
It can be worse. There's been things that he has just thrown up a block. He sent his angels to strike down arrows that were coming at you in flight. That's who your God is. That's who our God is. So just pursue the relationship and get to know him. Because once you get to know him, man, a lot of things become clear. So many things become clear. It's the knowing and then the knowing that he loves you and he accepts you. He loves you and accepts you greater than any person in your life. And I know that's hard for some to wrap their mind around, but hey, don't take my word for it. Just start seeking him. Just start seeking him. Maybe your intention is that you want to, um, you know, you find that you have a little bit of a small addiction to social media. Hey, you know what? It was designed that way. So don't put, don't, don't put yourself down. It was designed to be an addiction, just as caffeine is an addiction, just as nicotine is an addiction, just as, you know, shopping can be an addiction. Alcohol is addictive. Um, And I don't mean caffeine is an addiction. It's addictive, nicotine addictive. Let me correct myself. But um, if you find that, you know, hey, I'm, I'm spending a lot of time on social media and it's taking me away from the meaningful and purposeful things in my life. Hey, maybe you want to set the intention to put yourself a time limit daily on your social media. Or, you know, our phones, they have this cool thing that I get these notifications at the end of the week and it tells me your screen time was down 20%. Your screen time was up 60%. (laughs) Now, it does break it down for me and it tells me, hey, you know what? You were doing this on social media and you were doing that in these apps. Okay, cool. But maybe you want to set your intention that, you know, you lower your social media time or you want to look at the end of the week and see that my social media decreased by 10%. And that's an intention you have. The point I'm trying to make is when we set these intentions for ourselves, these goals, these things that we want to achieve, um, an intention should have a couple of things behind it. It's something that is going to be produce, um, allow you to produce fruit in your life. It's something that's going to plant seeds within your life. That's going to produce that fruit later. Okay. Um, it's something that we want to use to break a habit that we find is no longer serving us in this season. It's no longer, um, something that we need. Yes. Maybe if you're starting your business or something like that, or you were living far away from, from, from family, maybe you needed to be on social media a lot so you could show your family, you know, your life. A lot of people use that tool and it's great. But maybe right now you're trying to start a new business and you need to move into a new space of having, of reconstructing your time. Maybe you're a new mom and you have that little baby and you don't have time for social media. Maybe you're a new wife or maybe you're starting school, a new semester or you're, you know, you're at a new job and you just don't have the time because your sleep is valuable. Eating healthy meals and planning and prepping your meals are, are, are valuable. And the time that we, we spend, you spend on social media, it's taking away because we all know you can get on there for five minutes. You look up, it is 45 minutes later. And while you may have been laughing and getting some great 
um, <laughs> a great word from the people that you follow who are uh, motivational speakers or pastors or you still have taken 45 minutes out of your life that you can never get back. So our intentions are meant to, yes, help us to uh, plant seeds so we can see a harvest. They're there to help us to um, change from habits that are no longer serving us. Intentions are also there to guide us into what we're supposed to be doing next. Sometimes we don't know. Have you ever walked through that season where you're just like, hmm, I got nothing. I don't know where I'm headed right now. I don't know what direction. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't even know anything but my name. Like seriously, I'm in this job. I don't even know if I like this job. I'm with this person. I'm finding that I think we might not be a good fit. When you don't know things, you set an intention in that space surrounding that not knowing. And that intention is going to sometimes lead you step by step. It takes you into the next step. And when you set an intention for something in that area, you start doing it and you're like, okay, all right, I think I'm headed in a direction. It's movement. Intentions for me are creating movement in my life. And when I'm stagnant, that's when I start to get in a, in a dark place too. Um, but the movement, the friction, the, the, the desire to be moving towards something, it creates movement in a lot of areas. It can in your life. So in 2023, be intentional about your intentions. And I, I, I was taught that um, intentions lacking wisdom is foolishness. That's what I was taught. And so when you think about that, it can kind of um, center you. And so you say, okay, you have to be wise about the things that you're intending to do. You have to put wisdom behind it. Otherwise, you can just be out here intending to do whatever and it's not even, it's just what it's going to produce in your life is just going to be a bunch of foolishness, straight up. So um, put your wisdom, put what you know thus far, your life experience, bring all that into your intending, bring all that into your intention planning. And you know what? Just take a step. Make a step. Move towards your intention. Move towards God. Maybe you want just, you want a deeper relationship with him. Okay. You know, just seek him. Move towards him. Take a step. And I promise you, once you take one step, you're going to take a second step and a third step. And before you know it, you're going to be like, you won't even know how long you've been walking in it but you will be building such strength with every step you take. Emotional strength, physical strength, spiritual strength, and even strength in your mind. You know, a lot of things that we stop ourselves from doing or where we get hung up in completing or moving forward in our intentions, it's in our mind. That's why God's word says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. As we renew our mind, we can change our thoughts, opinions, and attitudes, but we need to allow God to help us in that process. 
because whatever you're surrounded with, whoever you're allowing to speak into you, your life speak into you, um, whoever you're, whose voice or who's, who has your ear, whoever that is, that's what you're going to start to see around you. That's what you're going to start to manifest. So let God ask him to help you with the renewing and ultimately the transformation of your mind, your mindset, your thoughts. Maybe you, you, maybe you find yourself saying a lot of negative things over yourself and you know what you decided, Hey, I don't want to be like that anymore. God help me to, to talk nicely to myself. Help me to look in the mirror and see you, which is you are beautiful in me. Help me to honor the spirit that is alive and beautiful within me, even though everything around me is not showing me beauty. Those are just external things. But once we start to renew and transform our minds, man, so many things change. So many things. One of my intentions years ago was, God, help me walk in grace. I want to walk in the grace that you give me. And now I won't be able to do it completely because I'm not God. But I want to have more grace for myself first and for others around me. I want to stop holding myself on the perfection meter as well as people around me. You know, so these are just some of the things that um, I believe can help us all. You know, maybe you want to, um, and, and, and again, um, as we renew and we transform, our minds get transformed, we, see, we feel less pressure. I know there's a lot of pressure, um, especially with everyone coming out of COVID um, and uh, a COVID error, I'll say, um, a time where things were shut down, jobs were lost, lives were lost, loved ones. Uh, you couldn't even just see. Sometimes I'm a needy person. I need to see people. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a um, touchy-feely kind of a person with people I'm safe to. And that was, that, was, that was a hard time to not be able to be with the people that um, are my safe places. And so there's, there's a lot of healing that's got to be done. Um, a lot of people are suffering PTSD from 2020, 2021. And you're not alone. And it's not a shameful thing. And you don't have to feel like, oh, my goodness, this is so stupid. It's not. It's real. And there are a lot of people suffering. So, you know, taking this time to um, set your intentions, to, to um, allow your mind to be uh, steered, refreshed and renewed by the good things and what's real and what's still true. What's still real and true is that if you're listening to my voice right now, you made it. And it's not so much how you made it, it's the fact that you made it. And I think that is a great blessing. That God still needs you here to do something. He's got plans for you to do things. And like I've said before, it's not that there have to be these monumental, huge, you know, everybody's going to know about it things. Some of our things are 
the little details because it's the little things that matter in this life. Huge things, great things, they matter too. But a lot of us are here for the little part. The heavy lifting is actually in the little things. So, you know, let your mind be renewed and transformed by knowing that God made you through, he brought you through, and you're still here. You're still here. And I'm happy you're here. And I hope that you're able to surround yourself with people and literature and media that is planting good seeds in you that will bring you fruit and harvest in another season of your life. Because remember, what we plant today, we don't get to sow tomorrow. We don't sow it today, and maybe not even tomorrow, but in, in time, we get to sow, we get to um, harvest. We get to harvest what, we, what we've sown. I'm sorry I said that all wrong, but y'all know I'm not, I'm not about to edit that out so I can sound um, important. Uh, <laughs> I'm just me. Um, but yeah. So let's, let's be intentional about that. Be intentional about renewing and transforming the way we think our opinions and uh, having grace for ourselves and others, loving ourselves well. Maybe that's your intention. Maybe you see you haven't been taking care of yourself. Oh, guilty, guilty over here. Again, because I've been distracted with other things, but now... I'm going to be intentional about returning to my self-care. And I'm going to be intentional about returning to the care of my spirit that's within. So, yeah, I hope you were inspired, encouraged, and empowered by um, what I wanted to give you today in this conversation. And that you will... um, Do your work that you need to do because we can all be better. And you know what? As long as we're not operating at our, at a tip top shape, you know, we don't have to be in perfect health. I pray that we are all in a perfect, holy God ordained health. Um, Because when we can't, when we're not there, we're not able to fully show up in the gifts and the walk out the calling that God has placed before us. And every single one of us has gifts. Every single one of us has a calling. And every single one of us has something to deposit and withdraw in this life. And if we're too busy and too distracted and we're just not feeling well, not feeling our best, not um, able to... Um, see the goodness of God in ourselves, we're not bringing our peace to the puzzle. I need your peace. Your peace fits with my peace. My peace fits with their peace. We all have a piece of this puzzle. So let's do our best to ensure that we just take a moment, check out who's around us, who's speaking into our lives, um, what we're intaking, what we're focused on, what could be a possible distraction, and let's 
do things a little differently. Let's choose to do things a little differently. And if it's one single thing, just one, if you just have one intention, if there's just one thing you want to change, focus on that one thing. That's awesome. And you're going to do it. Just focus on that one thing. Because remember, we need you. I need you. Whatever it is that you're bringing, your community needs you. Your family needs you. Fear not. And just seek. Seek what, what is good. Seek who is good. Seek love. Seek who is love. God is love. And if you have to change some people that are in your life and don't be mean about it and don't be like, you can't be in my life because you're tripping. Don't, don't, don't do it like that. Do it with grace. And sometimes it's just space you put in between. Sometimes you're just a little less accessible because you got to focus over here. No love lost. But we do have to take that inventory. You know, one of the things that I was really um, just thankful this morning, I was praying and I was thanking God because the last few weeks of the year, the last quarter of the year of 2022, um, they presented a lot of opportunities for me to build faith. (laughs) You like the way I said that? You see what I did there? I'm not going to say they were challenging and I struggled. I'm just going to say that they were opportunities for me to continue on building my faith because the things that I was facing and some of the things that I encountered were things that I couldn't fix. I couldn't just, oh, you get a flat tire. Oh, I just go call AAA or I go to the tire shop and I get a new tire. No, these were things that were out of my control and only God could see me through, sustain me in, and um, cover my mental capacity and my mental wellness. Only he could do it. So in, in, in actuality, what he was doing was he was building my faith in him. Because it was not by my strength. It was by his strength, his power that I got through. Um, but one thing that I was praying this morning and I was really thankful about Even till December 31st, I had a conversation um, with someone. It was, it is, and it was, and it is, will ever, forever be. I am thankful for the people in this season of my life, for my team, my team of angels, my team of intercessors. And, And I tell you, it's very small. I can count it on both hands the number of people that are here. But I really got to see support and love. And they stepped in when I <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. When I couldn't. I didn't have what I needed to have. I didn't. They reminded me, um, you know, just like the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is said to be our comforter. He's supposed to remind us of the things that Jesus told us and that Jesus um, preached about. But he's also our advocate and our guide. 
And I want to say the people in my life, I can truly say they are my Holy Spirits, my little Holy Spirits. And I know, you know, in certain spaces, you don't want you don't be anyone's junior Holy Spirit. You're not the listen, <laughs> listen, I am thankful to God that I have such an amazing circle and each of them strong in their own areas that they surrounded me, they circled me with love, with prayer, with truth, even truths that, you know, truth hurts sometimes, love hurts sometimes. So I want, I'm saying this to you because I'm so thankful that I have the women and the men that I have in my life that showed up for me and my family. And it makes a difference, y'all. It makes a difference. Be aware of who's around you and be aware of do you have a safe space? Maybe, maybe ask God, God, every day, I, can you create a safe space, an angel? Will you send me an angel? Will you illuminate the angels that are in my life that are walking beside me? Maybe you don't see them as angels. Maybe your focus is a little off. Again, renewing that mind so you can transform how you think. But Take inventory of who's around you. And when you have a safe place, walk in that safe place. Uh, um, um, You know, find your comfort there and utilize your safe place. And then lastly, I will ask you to be intentional about and aware. Are you a safe place for anyone else? Because remember, I said, we're depositing and withdrawing. So as you withdraw from your safe place, be intentional about finding out, or if you know you're a safe place for someone else, showing up as that and being accessible with wisdom. Your family, your home come first, but being intentional about being a safe place for someone Because someone needs what you have. You may not think so, but I'm telling you. If it's just to sit with them and say nothing. If it's to share your story. To share your smile. To share a meal. Some tea. To watch a football game together. You never know the littlest, tiniest things that make people know they can count on you. And when they call you that you'll be there and it's not so much that how many times you'll be there it's just the way you're there you can be loved by many people you can have many friends but is it what you is is it how the friendship it's the how and the why is very important too why are they your friends are they pulling from you all the time Are you their safe space all the time and they just draw down and draw down and draw down on you? That's not healthy, beloved. And if you realize there's people in your life like that, it's okay. You can create healthy parameters and healthy boundaries. 
But these are all things that are, that are, they're just necessary for you to live your life well. Being aware of the people that pull on you too much. Being aware of you not having a place to go and cry or someone to celebrate with or someone to say, hey, you know what, girl? Mm, I think you may have done that in a way and and what you intended didn't really come across. Maybe next time try this. The truth. And let me say this, people. We need to all grow up a little bit. If you don't have people in your life that can tell you the truth without you getting mad, wanting to cuss them out, go off on them, cut them off from your life, I need you to dig deep on that renewing of your mind. (laughs) I'll say it that way. Because we all need people to tell us the truth so we can be better, so we can see better, we can seek better. All right? Y'all are are amazing. And those of you that know you're amazing, bravo. Because God says you are his masterpiece. And those of you that don't quite know you're amazing yet, I pray that God sends you a mirror for your life. Someone to hold a mirror up so that you can see how beautiful and amazing you are how wonderful you are and if nothing else so that you can just see if you think God is powerful and mighty and great I hope you can see that God that's right inside of you and mirrors come in all forms y'all if you marry the right person they should be your mirror if you have children and they get to a certain age outside of toddlership (laughs) And even little toddlers, they can be a mirror. But you have to be willing to look into the mirror. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. The mirror is there to point out, yes, some flaws, which should only give you humility and make you humble so that you don't be out here acting like an egomaniacal person out here just tripping. (laughs) But mirrors also point out the beautiful things, the unique things about you. The unique characteristics that only you have. So don't be afraid to look in that mirror because mirrors are healing. Because when you see a flaw or you see a certain thing and you're like, hmm, I don't like that so much. You can start the process of renewing your mind and transforming yourself from the inside out. And there's nothing greater in life than to look back and say, wow, God, look how far we've come. You and I together. I used to be, but now I set some intentions for myself. You walked me through those intentions and look at, I don't feel that those things don't affect me anymore. I'm not interested in that anymore. I'm not, I don't think like that anymore. I feel lighter. I, I don't feel the pressure anymore. That's, the, that's one of the greatest things I've ever felt in my life and known about myself is when I look back and say, I'm not who I used to be. Wow, that's great. I've grown. And I don't worry about the people that still treat me as if I was that person back then. I don't worry about them because as long as they're still stuck back there, that means they're stuck back there. <laughs> 
where they're trying to stick you and where they're trying to hold you. Oh, well, remember you used to, where they're trying to hold you from and not accepting who you are today and not having, they don't have the vision to see who you are, who you've become, who you've, you've grown into, who you are right now today. That means they themselves are stuck back in that time period too. And they might even be thinking it's their heyday, their glory day, and they're living their life as if they're still back in 19 whatever where they have you held that. So don't worry about them. They'll figure it out. Just pray for them and keep it moving. Keep it moving. Do not pick up any of their opinions of you and own them for yourself. Just keep it moving. I look forward to more conversations like these with y'all. And, uh, I hope that you guys take the time out to love on yourself today. Just give yourself a big old hug. (laughs) All right. So it's 2023, y'all. We got stuff to do. We got work to do. And it starts with us. Don't be trying to work on other people and telling other people what they need to do. No, work on yourself first and watch everything. You will change the atmosphere. And always remember a great pastor I heard him say once. You and God are always the majority. I don't care what your socioeconomic status or what your, um, how oppressed people around you treat you. You and God, you're the majority. So you walk tall in that and just know as long as God is for you, <laughs> nothing. It doesn't matter who's against you. It doesn't matter. He matters. No weapon formed against you shall prosper when you're intentional about clinging to, developing, nurturing your relationship with God and yourself. So bloom, flowers. Bloom. Have a wonderful day. And we'll talk soon. Love Just when you saw